0: Most of you are probably aware about my predilection for a manual gearbox. I love the sense of interaction, of skill, of tactility. It just brings you closer to the driving experience of any particular car, closer to the engine. But whenever I'm trying to pick out a top whatever, my dream garage, there is always one paddle shift gearbox that I think I'd struggle to live without it's this, it's Ferraris. Why do I love this one so much? For a start, the paddles themselves, they're so big, so theatrical, the sort of miniature axe heads. I like the fact that they're stationary, because I think paddles should be in a way. I like the fact that you always know exactly where they are. I also like the long throw to the paddles. I know it's just a switch, but I like the feeling that you can slowly pull the paddle through its travel when you're not in a rush. If you need downshifts in a hurry, quick as you like. The travel adds some tactility to the process. You can add a bit of flourish to your changes if you want. Of course, you can also switch it up with which finger or fingers you choose to use. Of course, one finger, two fingers, three fingers, four fingers. The variation is enormous, I know. And then there are the actual shifts themselves. <laughs> they are so fast, and they make such a demonstrably fast shift that I know I can never match that with a manual gearbox. I love the fact that as you come into a corner, you can brake so late, you call on far more shifts than you ever would with a manual. Right, right up to the apex, left foot brake if you want, which I do like, and of course you can do that in a manual, but it's just that little bit easier with this. You can really buzz the red line on the way down the box in a way that you just probably wouldn't dare with a manual. It reminds me of those fantastic onboard laps from F1 cars in the 80s when you're sure they must be over revving the engine as they downshift. Of course, amazing though the F8 Tributo's turbocharged V8 is, the shifts do feel even crisper and more exciting when allied to the response and high revs of a naturally aspirated engine. I've never experienced more thrilling paddle-operated downshifts than the e 12 Superfast. I also remember the 458 Sessiali, driving that, and you pile into a corner like this. And even this, you can just load on the rear axle so much because you can leave the downshift so late. In fact, there is an argument to say that the last of the old single-clutch automated manuals in the 430 Scuderia and the 599 GTO were even more dramatic. Well, I have to say, this does feel more robust. The latest eight-speed dual-clutch from the SF90 in Roma, which is even more compact and six kilos lighter than the seven-speed, simply continues this lineage of stunning paddle shifts. Arguably, of course, Ferrari should be better than everyone else because they've been doing it longer than everybody else. They were first people to put a paddle shift in a road car in the 355. Perhaps even more famously, they were the first people to put a paddle shift in a Formula One car. Nigel Mansell won on its first outing, and the rest, as they say, is history. But what you might not know is that that paddle shift wasn't actually put there to improve shift times. It was more to do with packaging. John Barnard had worked out that if you could get rid of the linkage between the shift up here and the gearbox at the back of the car, well, you could package it more tightly and improve the aerodynamics. If you could make it an electrical signal from a paddle up here going to the gearbox at the back where the shift happened, well, so much better. What you also might not know is that the paddle shift could have appeared in F1 even earlier. You see, at the very end of the 1970s, Ferrari installed a semi-automatic transmission into a 312 T4 with the changes instigated by push buttons on the steering wheel. Gilles Villeneuve completed 100 trouble-free laps around Fiorano, but he didn't like it. After jumping out of the car, he said, a steel shift lever will always be more reliable than electronics. Enzo Ferrari trusted Gilles implicitly, and therefore he shelved the whole project. What might have been, eh? That first paddle shift in the 355 was of course called F1 shift, and that F1 tag remains on Ferrari's boxes to this day, which might make you wonder. Can you feel like you're in an F1 car? An F1 car, no, but a GT car, yes, I think in this you can feel like you're in a race car in a way that you don't with a manual. If you're on track, this box feels as quick as it would in a race car, I think. The shifts are so fast. Certainly the lights up here add a bit of theatricality and a bit of race car vibe as well. And whereas in a manual, a road car manual never really feels like a race car manual. but this. Difference really. So good, I love this F8. It's basically the same as the Pista, and I love that. It's so fast, so fast that in fact I'm almost not sure a manual would suit it. I'd be intrigued to try it with an open gate and three pedals, obviously. But with the sharpness of the steering in modern Ferraris, I'm just not sure a manual would make sense. You really feel like you want to have both hands on the wheel all the time with steering this quick. The two systems, steering and paddle shift, are symbiotic and they make for a truly fabulous driving experience. So yes, manuals matter. And they were probably still form 80, 90% of my top 10 but this paddleship deserves praise as well.